Once again, you are listening to Indie Radio on WBAI. For our main segment tonight, we're going to take a look at new revelations that the home, Homeland Department Department of Homeland Security is targeting opponents of the Trump administration's mass deportation agenda. The Nation reported last week that DHS is keeping tabs on anti-Trump rallies here in New York. It hasn't simply targeted pro-immigrant activism either. Internal memos obtained by the magazine were sent out that were sent out last year alerted DHS personnel to anti to an anti-gun demonstration and to a protest organized by Congressman Andriano Espaillat in response to the presence of a white supremacist group in his northern Manhattan district. Meanwhile, NBC News reported last week that Customs and Immigration Enforcement, ICE, maintains a list of nearly 60 reporters, attorneys, and activists, most of whom are Americans, whom it instructs officers to interrogate at border crossings. Joining us to discuss these matters tonight are my guest, Ravi Rodbeer, who leads the New Sanctuary Coalition here in New York City, and former Democracy Now! senior producer and indie contributor, Renee Feltz. Uh, thank you both for joining me. Thanks so much, Peter. You're welcome. Thank excellent. you, Peter. Excellent. Um, let's turn to you first, Ravi, um, because you've been a favorite target of ISIS over the last few years. Uh, perhaps you could tell us a little bit about your case, its background, um, as I understand it, you're from Trinidad and Tobago, uh, though you've lived here in the States for decades, and you're the father of two U.S.-born children. But shortly after Trump's election, ICE really began to go after you, correct? So Correct. Um, it's a long story, but I'll keep it short. Um, I'm father of one child. Um, and just one quick correction, it's not ICE who, has, who maintained those records at the border, but mm. um, CBP Customs and Border Patrol. Mm. Um, ICE is the one who kept um, surveillance of um, the organizations in New York. Um, and the, the, the spreadsheet that they use is anti-Trump um, uh, surveillance, anti-Trump groups. Um, so it wasn't about anti-immigrant or anti-ICE, but it's anti-Trump. So it seems that they, they, uh, it is not just about the issue of immigration, but about um, doing, the, doing his work and becoming a tool of him. So my story is I've been fighting my deportation since 2006. And I have, uh, even as I still continue to have legal options um, because I'm fighting fighting to stay here with my family and, and my friends. Um, the the last, in the, since the administration took power, um, they have really um, focused their efforts in trying to get me um, deported. Um, back in January of this year, sorry, last year, they literally shackled me and put, um, took me on a flight to Florida when the next day I was supposed to be on a plane to Trinidad and Tobago. Um, that didn't happen because of the large community support and that the courts have recognized the fact that I was targeted um, by this administration. In fact, one of the words, some of the words they used in response to the court's request was, they war game, war game, uh, my removal back in January 11, 2017. So it is a really, um, it's a different tactic, it's a different type of mentality that they believe that they are at war with us, mm. um, the large community, and it is disconcerting and distressing to know that this is how they feel about New Yorkers, and not only New Yorkers, but anyone who believes our family should stay together. 
Mm. Yep, and I I, re I remember um, when they tried to deport you and the the large communal support that came out and really stood up. I mean, some people physically attempted to block. Um, uh, I believe it was an ambulance that they were using to transport you. Um, Correct. And, and that's sort of the larger community that ICE is uh, targeting, uh, not just people who immigrated to this country themselves, but uh, their larger political, the larger larger communal support networks. Um, Renee, do you want to talk about how this is fitting into a larger pattern of homeland security, ICE, border patrol, um, their behavior? Definitely, Peter. And it's great to be on with Ravi. Um, welcome back to the WBAI Airwaves, Ravi. And thanks, Peter, for having me on. And, you know, and I know a lot of uh, readers of the independent newspaper are familiar with Ravi's case through the years and, and his work at the New Sanctuary Coalition. Um, you know, I have a couple of thoughts about how uh, what we're seeing unfold. We're I think we're seeing um, immigrants like Ravi targeted, but as the list that the Customs and Border Patrol was uh, gathering shows and that NBC7 and The Intercept and others have revealed, it's not just immigrants, it's also their support network. So we see attorneys, lawyers like Al Otro Lado down working in Tijuana on people coming through with the caravan originally and, and many, many others. Their lawyers have been targeted and put on this list. Journalists have been targeted and put on the list, advocates and activists. And so you see uh, you see that happening, and I think that's a, a bigger message that the Trump administration is trying to send. So far, they failed. Those lawyers have fought back with uh, everything they've got, and they've been very successful in the court fighting back not only against the targeting of immigrants, but also against family separation. Um, a couple of other quick thoughts. You know, it's interesting that the Customs and Border Patrol not only kept a database with names and pictures, but, you know, this agency, which is not an intelligence agency, also mm -hmm. kept dossiers on everybody in the, in the system. Um, so that means that they were, like, monitoring them, gathering other information, and that's disturbing. Um, and like Ravi said, it's not just people who are working on behalf of immigrants, but you see a pattern of people who who's spoken out against Trump, um, especially immigrants who've spoken out against the Trump administration. One other quick other point I wanted to mention mm. is that when I was reading the nation's report about uh, people being monitored here in the New York area, one of the, um, as you mentioned, Con Congressmember Esplanade uh, was, was targeted when he had a rally up in Fort Tryon Park at the very tip top of Manhattan um, in Inwood, Washington Heights area, where these uh, these uh, fascist, you know, uh, identity Europa folks uh, were marching through the park. He simply had a counter rally, that, or not even a counter rally, the next day just to celebrate diversity in the park and the neighborhood. And, you know, lots of people came out. They ended up on this list. You know, meanwhile, back at the ranch, where is Identity Europa now? You know, they're monitoring everybody that's protesting them. Identity Europa is hanging up posters in New Jersey right across the river. I did a quick Google search before I came in. They're active in Rochester, New York, they're expanding. And oh, the Daily Beast just reported that their whole plan is to infiltrate the GOP with their kinder, gentler image. So, you know, as the law enforcement is focused on, you know, peaceful rallies, this group, this white hate group, this hate group that's been identified by the Southern Poverty Law Center is now expanding. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, fascist behavior, monitoring peaceful protesters, and uh, then they're monitoring peaceful protesters for protesting openly fascist groups. I mean, this is what the country is coming to. Um, Ravi, do you want to? I know you, even before this Nation article came out, you have a, an active lawsuit against ICE for targeting uh, anti deportation activists like yourself who have been speaking out. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? 
Right. So, you know, the way they um, they they were when when I went to check in back in January, um, it was it was deliberate. Uh, we had submitted documents for what you call a stay, um, which I'd gotten for many years before. And they kept lying and saying, oh, no, we um, we will make that decision when you come in. But the court documents proved that they had already made that decision weeks before. And they wanted me there so that they could take me away. Um, and one of the reasons that they, if, when the court records show is that how many people were coming out to support to support me and how many people were passionate about me. So that the ambulance that you mentioned, um, we had, there was 18 people who got arrested um, blocking the, uh, the, it wasn't an ambulance because in the first instance there was no siren. And then if they're saying that I did faint, yes, I agree with that. But if I was, needed an ambulance to take me to the hospital. Why did they shackle me? Why did I have to walk on my own on my own way to the to the ambulance and then get in the ambulance? Um so if this was a concern, you know, they would have had me on a wheelchair. But it was more than that and it was a way to to spirit me away um because they knew what was gonna happen. So this is I'm not the only one. You know, you have um Ali um um Maru Maru Villa 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 Pano, I can never pronounce the name. Um, Alejandra um, Paulos, I believe her name is. We we are all we know each other. I am bad with names, but um, Alejandra Pablos we, definitely, Ravi. She was just here in New York at the Beyond the Bars conference and talking about correct. how, just briefly for folks that aren't familiar with her, uh, she's uh, originally from Mexico, lived in a, a, the U.S. Uh, for for m- m- so long, and has become an a, a pro-choice advocate. and um, And she believes that she ultimately probably will be deported. Because of her pro-choice activism, you know, which is interesting. But people should definitely look up Alejandra Pablos. Mm. And, and it's because of our unspokenness that we have been targeted. So, you know, you would think that we have the right to speak up. But uh, even as in this administration, and, they, and he wants to sign an executive order saying free speech in the colleges. But it doesn't show um, the hypocrisy of, him, of his administration is that even as he wants to free speech for Europa, for instance, the white supremacist fascist groups. He wants to take that away from us, um, immigrants, um, citizens, people who don't agree with his policies. Mm, well put. And your case is currently in the second U.S. Court of Appeals, as I understand it? Um, no, it's still at the district, mm. but there is an appeal because the, the district, the um, southern district, denied the stay. Um, and right now that stays on appeal at the Second Circuit. Correct. Mm. Great. Well, um, we'll continue to follow that. We're going to take a, a short break in a moment here, uh, and we'll be back to talk to uh, uh, Ravi Ragbir. He's the head of the New Sanctuary Coalition here in the city. Uh, more about Trump's attacks on the immigrant communities in New York and across the country. And with uh, Renee Feltz, she's a freelance reporter, indie contributor, and a former Democracy Now! senior producer. And we'll be back in a moment, folks. Thank you for listening. <laughs> 